Welcome to Paranormal Things. I'm your host, Keith, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And what we're going to see is, or hear, is the Loch Ness Monster. You can easily get helpful customer service over the phone or on the Progressive app, pretty much anywhere. Like at the coffee shop, at the park, or on the move. Just kidding, it's another coffee shop. It's one of the most idyllic lakes in the world. Loch Ness Monster. But for centuries, its dark waters have been thought to hide a deadly secret. A massive, unidentified species famously known as the Loch Ness, Loch Ness Monster. Monster. Despite alleged photos, video, and thousands of eyewitness sightings, I looked over my right shoulder and there she was. Many people believe that Nessie is simply a fairy tale. Best evidence ever. But what if there actually is an unknown animal living in Loch Ness? Can we combine enough information to profile the creature? In our attempt to find out if Nessie does exist in some form, Loch Ness Monster, we've taken a deep dive on alleged sightings throughout history. Best evidence. We've closely examined its habitat. And we studied potentially related species for clues as to what the monster might be. Now, we'll reveal a brand new look that just might bring us closer than ever to identifying this possible unknown creature. Go! And finally, we'll enter the depths to see for ourselves and have a potential history-making encounter of our own. There is some monster than there. As we continue in search of the Loch Ness Monster. Our profile of the Loch Ness Monster continues to evolve. It started like this. The classic image from the 1930s. Before long, we added new features based on more recent encounters. But just as important as the monster's physical appearance, we've also built a key theory about its behavior. What if the creature? This is Loch Ness Monster's best evidence ever. We haven't yet been able to confirm Pictures. whether the monster can come and go from the lock, but there's a chance that the evidence may have already been found. The remains of a massive, unidentified creature, nearly an exact match for Nessie, washed up from the waters of Scotland, not far from Loch Ness. This is the island of Stromsay, located Stromsay, north of that's where he found... It's a quiet and peaceful place for a seaside getaway. Carcass, but as the Jeff Swinney will tell us, on a summer day in 1808, visitors were met with a terrifying sight. Fishing boat noticed something unusual. Their attention was drawn 1808. to it by the screen. It's a long time ago. This carcass which had been washed onto some rocks. It was big, it was smelly. This was nothing like anything they'd seen before. 
the fisherman who had discovered the carcass, a man by the name of John Peace, approached it with a group of locals. The island dwellers were familiar with the occasional beach whale or shark carcass that could wash up on the Stronse shores. But this was something very different and very, very big. What they found on the beach was an animal with a relatively small head, only about a foot long, and then a body which extended 55 feet. 55 feet, And they measured this, so we know that the measurement was accurate. About a quarter of the length of this appeared to be neck, made up of vertebrae, and then the rest of the the vertebral column going off tail, there appeared to be three pairs of legs. And the whole body was covered in what appeared to be matted fur, with a mane of fur running down the back of the body. What about the, if it's a Plateosaurus, it should, should have uh, its flaps forward and backwards. must have been absolutely terrifying, disturbing. This huge, 55-foot-long, mysterious, six-legged, hairy animal just lying there on the beach. These were not just a new species. This was a new species of megafauna. This was a, a big animal. This was a sea monster. It was dubbed the Stronsay Beast and news of the discovery began to spread. News spread fairly rapidly worldwide that this sea monster had arrived on the shore. They convened a sort of tribunal with two local justices of the peace taking sworn affidavits from the local people who had seen this animal. But while the accounts of the beast were now officially on the record, Nobody could do much more to preserve the carcass. And the late summer heat nearly rotted away the remains of the mysterious animal. The animal lying on the beach had been trundled around in the sand. Quite a the movie head for time. When it comes to citing sources, details matter. Introducing Grammarly's citations features. It also creates a major weakness. Dr. Trollson did extensive research on the amount of pressure and movement a plesiosaur neck could take and compared it to what alleged witnesses have said about the Loch Ness Monster. The Loch Ness Monster depicted with this thin, long neck, like the, the long neck plesiosaurs, would not have been able to, to cross the, the water surface because the pressure on the neck when it was moving out of the water would have been too high and definitely that swan-like pose it's been depicted as would have been impossible. In other words, a flexible plesiosaur neck wouldn't have the strength to stand above the waterline. In fact, it would That's barely why. be able to break the surface. The Loch Ness Monster would probably have been another animal uh, than the long-necked plesiosaur. Similar to this ichthyosaur we see here, which has a really, really short neck that would have been able to cope with the water pressure as the animal would cross the water surface. And that's not the only thing Dr. Trollson found in her research. 
Another reason why I don't think the Loch Ness Monster would be a plesiosaur is the fact that we, we assume that plesiosaurs were air breathers. Whatever this species is, if it needed to come up for air every few minutes, it would easily be spotted by onlookers. Yeah, but it just, it's just not. Therefore, the creature most likely has gills. If Dr. Trollson is correct, we've been dead wrong this whole time. Losing a head. Long neck Loch Ness monster. Losing a head Even for time, sorry. Even though it's be perfect. The rebel is now passing over a steep underwater ledge. They're now trying to look. Which an area of particular interest in our search. By sonar. We're now heading south down Loch Ness. We've just left behind us Loch End, a small village there. Now at Loch End, the uh, Loch Ness is very shallow, but then it suddenly slopes off. And we're now recording a, a depth of 258 feet. And you can see on the sonar there... It's like a gigantic lake. ...or two shoals of fish there. Now, where there's lots of fish, obviously that means that that's a food source. So obviously Nessie needs to feed, and that would be ideal feed for Nessie there. This As is the Loch Ness Monster. The of fish, does he exist or doesn't he exist? The captain notices something new I'll leave it to sonar. you. Looking at the sonar there on the, uh, the LED, I can see some dark spots appearing with the multi-beam there. We're not too sure what those dark spots are, so we need to just go back and take a closer look at that, hover over that. We need to investigate a little bit further. This could be the first time ever that a diver okay. has not only spotted Spot the creature long identified contact as a creature but actually made physical contact with it. As the day comes to an end, the dive team and the crew of the Rebel know that they've been a part of history. Okay, I received that. Thanks, Robin. Yeah, it looks very promising. It, it feels as though they've found something down there that's worth further investigation. So, talking to the divers there... And, uh... Yeah, we're so close this time, and at least we've got a good idea now of where to look for the next time. We'll keep trying. We're closer than ever before. Well done, Andrew. Well done, mate. This is about the closest I think anybody's ever Never come to the Loch Ness. Fantastic, yeah. I'm really excited for this one. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Let's hope. Fingers crossed. Nessie, here we come. Nessie, here you come. Get on board Nessie train. experience tonight shows just how difficult the search for the Loch Ness Monster can be. Despite years of research and months of planning, all we could get was a fleeting encounter. And yet, yeah, but, that may be closer than anyone else yes. has ever come. At the very least, we've identified a new approach in finding the beast based on scientific logic. As many as 18,000 new species are discovered every year. That means four new ones might have been found in the time you've been watching this program. There's a chance we've identified something new tonight. We may have even seen it. No matter what, we've certainly added to the rich history of this legendary creature. From St. Columba in the year 565, to Alex Campbell in 1933, to Gordon Holmes in 2007, to us 
here today. One thing is clear. Something is out there. Is in that water. There's only one way to find out what the Loch Ness monster truly is, and that's to keep looking. The search continues. And there you have it, Loch Ness monster. Till we meet again, sleep tight.